When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. WRKS Pickens Jackson. It's time for another great hour of nonstop sports on Central Mississippi's only sports FM. ESPN 105.9 The Zone and online worldwide at thezone1059.com. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. We're back. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. What is that thing? The Zone. Good morning. Welcome in on a baseball Friday. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, Ole Miss taking care of business. How about uh, DeLuccia? Great performance last night. Uh, Seven and two-thirds. Four strikeouts. Only gave up one earned run. He was fabulous for the Ole Miss Rebels, and they needed every bit. Well, they blew him out, but they needed that to get the first dub in the series. And uh, they'll go diamond today and then Washburn. So we'll see how that, you know, hey, the two teams take game one. Got to take the series. And I know y'all want to go back in. I, I, I know you want to go back in the pantry. You want to turn on the lights. And you want to grab the broom. I know you do for the sweep. For both the Rebs and the Dogs. Because that could really change some things. And set up a huge weekend a week from today. In Oxford. Between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. We'll see. But uh, DeLuccia was great. Uh, Bench was fantastic at the plate. Uh, not surprising. And then of course. Um, Elko with the big hit. And McCants and Buford, among others, adding to the hitting party as uh, Ole Miss dropped nine on the game. Startle, uh, you know, I was there last night. Uh, it was a huge – every win's big. Big win for Ole Miss, big win for MSU. 
They found a way. They did not pitch their – so, you know, now you go in, you, you've won a game, and your best two starters have it pitched. That's something to think about. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone, the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Juniker Jewelry Store. If you're in the market for an engagement wedding ring, don't screw it up, guys. Let them take you A to Z and be a star. Juniker Jewelry Store in Madison. But, Blake, you know, as Brandon Smith threw last night, and he threw well. Yeah, he did. And uh, But, see, now you're, you're in the series, and you haven't thrown Preston Johnson or Cade Smith. So if there was ever a time to capitalize, mm-hmm. it is – Today and tomorrow, because, you know, and look, Ole Miss did what they need to do, but they threw their best starter last night. And although Diamond and, and Washburn have talent, um, Mississippi State looks at this series and they won game one and they haven't, and, and Preston Johnson has, has pitched well. And yeah. Kate Smith has pit, pitched well. I mean, look, I get this team is limited in some areas, okay? okay. And they're going to have to figure out some talent accumulation and talent, you know, adding talent to the roster in July and August. And it's a weird deal, and I don't know how to explain it. I guess I would go Rebs and Dogs. Ole Miss is still one I'm really trying to figure out. I'm not totally surprised with Mississippi State, but I am surprised at their talent level. And that doesn't mean, again, that they're not talented guys on the team, but there should be more talent on the team. Um. But the but the level of talent is a little odd, shaky to me for MSU. Uh, same with Ole Miss on the mound, and that's why it, it we're really struggling to see them. You know, check the box, mm-hmm. punch the card, do what they need to do to go all the way, because prior to the season, in the first four weeks of the season, we thought, man, you know this this could be a a national championship type roster for for Mississippi State as limited as they are and they are limited in some areas and they have to upgrade the roster quickly in some areas they still have Preston Johnson and Cade Smith going this weekend mm-hmm. you won which, with your weakest position yeah exactly and Brandon's talented but but again these two guys have done it and been pretty darn consistent a lot of times they haven't gotten any help at the plate uh or the back end mid-relief or the closing space of the team, you know, let them down after they gave you four, five, maybe even six innings. So here you are, you've got a big, you've got a W and you're, you're, you've got Preston Johnson going. Boy, what an opportunity. What an opportunity. And so I think that's something to take into consideration today as you, as you go into game two. Uh, they have some guys that are beyond struggling at the plate. And I don't know what to tell you because I'm not a hitting coach. And baseball was pretty darn easy for me for years. And then something called a breaking ball and a curveball came along. <laughs> and I realized that my career was over. So I don't know what to tell Lamonis and Gotro because they they have uh, sent people to Major League Baseball, just like Mike Bianco. And But I can tell you this, there's a lot of big swing and miss. And I don't know if that is correctable. Or now I do know I do love that Lamonis isn't like some pass coaches. That he's not gonna stick I mean, if you're not performing, you know, but but here's this, this I, I will tell you this. And this may not land well. But it's a slippery slope on some of the guys that were a part of the 
College World Series championship mm-hmm. that, quite frankly, are not performing right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. There it is. And 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 I I think you're coming to a point. And I, maybe you don't have anybody else. I don't know. Okay, they're watching these guys in practice and warm up and in the cage, and they're working and grinding and tweaking. Ole Miss is doing it. Mississippi State's doing it. I mean, they're constant. Um, I mean, they're already getting to the facility and getting ready for tonight. But this is going to be interesting because they've got guys that are really, really struggling. And by the way, guys, if you run the numbers on some of these guys and their batting average, if you run them just in conference, it's not good. Just letting you know. But it does. are talking about a 70, 80, 90 point swing. So a lot of the – some of them still have some pretty good batting numbers when they throw their stuff up on the board. A lot of that was done against lesser competition. I'm just being straight with you. That's where they are. It does seem They're, like Lamont – You won't hear it anywhere else, but anyway. It does seem Go like ahead. Lamonis is making changes, though. I mean, we saw last night Cam James start in center field. No question. But so, so uh, like you said, at some point, though, you only have so many dice to throw, right? And, right. And you, at some point, you just have to start using the ones that aren't rolling well for you because what else do you have? Right. Well, uh, we've got two different things playing out here. If we pivot and – and, and we, the two teams start winning. We start winning, and things start going better, and you at least get a little bit of fire and momentum. Then, you know, maybe some of the things change. Uh, Mississippi State still has the fact that they have been to several College World Series and a national championship. And Lamonis has been to two CWSs, and he's, uh, he's obviously got the big trophy and the big banner and the big title. But there are two things playing out here. If this, if neither one of them get rolling, and I hope they do so that this gets fun all the way to June 1, and then we let kind of things see where they play out. Ole Miss will have a new coach if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting to see what they do with their roster. And then Mississippi State is going to have to do some serious work in July and August on their roster. Um, Would that be transfer portal? And that, that is transfer portal. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I just don't know how much is correct. I know guys can get better, and I know all these guys are still young. And the development part, the, the, the development piece for both teams is still critical. And you're still coaching like crazy and working like crazy. But I wonder how much of this is correctable against high-end pitching. How about that? That's... That's what I wonder, and I'm not uh, I'm not enough of a baseball savant to know. But I may be by the third or fourth inning with a cold beer. Who knows? Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Juniker Jewelry Store. Uh, if you're in the market, if you're getting engaged, getting married, you don't want to screw it up, allow Juniker Jewelry Store in Madison to walk you through the process so you look like a superstar. Juniker Jewelry Store will do that for you. Out of Bounds, presented by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. Rick'sProTruck.com, spraying bed liners and lift kits. Rick and Gluckstadt. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, happy Easter to you and your family. Hope you're doing well. Hope you have a great weekend. I hope the rain skirts by on Saturday and Sunday. That's no good, but we'll see how it all shakes out. It's a good day to play baseball today, so we'll go from there. Or it looks pretty good. Um, is it all the way through the evening that it's good? Yes, today's perfect. It's tomorrow that's the concern in Starkville, and uh, I haven't looked at Columbia, South Carolina. But congratulations to Ole Miss and Hale State on their wins last night. Now you're in a good position going into uh, game two. Got to take advantage of it and see what you can do before we get ready for the big in-state rivalry next weekend in Oxford, Mississippi. It'll be the Grove Bowl. And uh, also um, double-decker and, well, Ole Miss hosting Mississippi State. So it doesn't matter if all the other stuff, The uh, I mean, that'll be great, but the focus will be on um, the scoreboard and who wins that series. So I cannot wait to see, you know, kind of what shakes out here over the next uh, two days with the series. Um, out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our show is brought to you by RS Electric Company, RS RS Electric Company. On budget, on time, every time. Um, so this is a, the bulk of their work is commercial. RS Electric Company in Ridgeland. And they do a great job, commercial electrical contractors. They also do residential work. And you can go to rselectricms.com. But uh, we want you to go with RS Electric and that's rselectricms.com. Skilled and professional electricians, and uh, they strive for 100% customer satisfaction. RS Electric Company. RS Electric Company. Blake Scott with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Going into um, a big weekend of college baseball, and then Mike Leach will have his, well, he'll have a spring, he'll have a scrimmage tomorrow, and some of you will attend that. And, um, maybe you'll get your first look at Sawyer Robertson. Uh, Will Rogers is the guy. Barring injury, we expect him to be the guy. But uh, people always fall in love with the backup QB, especially in college. Not so much in the NFL, but in college. Boy, we've been doing um, – we like to, to fall in love with, what, with the unknown. It's why we – coaching searches, right? 
if if this doesn't work out for Mike Bianco and Ole Miss, people get all excited about something new. Now, if Mike pulls a rabbit out of his hat, makes a big run in the postseason, then, you know, you'll get behind that. But kind of like when Ben Hallen was uh, was let go a month ago, whatever that was, there was the unknown about something new, a new toy. It's just like it's uh, it's grown man's Christmas Eve is what it is. And so um, we'll see with Sawyer Robertson and, you know, what all what he could be. He's not going to hang around long. So I, in my opinion, I wouldn't think. Um, he may give it another year. We'll see. And, um, you know, that that's not just on – that's not on Leach or Mississippi State. That's all these guys. I mean, we don't expect a Luke Altmeyer to hang around long. Guys are not going to wait. They're going to transfer. They don't have to sit out. And uh, especially at that position, well, yeah. I mean, it's just about any position now, this day and age. But especially that quarterback position, you're going to see more and more movement. Um, if they don't win the job or there's a guy already there that's entrenched and they figure out that they can't, you know, hop him or beat him out, then they're going to make a move. We saw a lot of that in the SEC this year. Isn't it crazy? I mean, Calzada, who Mississippi State and Ole Miss faced at A&M, is now at Auburn. Max Johnson, who was at LSU, is now at A&M. You just, you know, you don't know. Um, JT Daniels, who who – a lot of people thought would would be a good football player. Ended up at Southern Cal and then Georgia. Now he's at West Virginia. Nobody watches West Virginia football, but um, but he's there now. So, man, it, they should write a book. I mean, is Stetson Bennett the fourth going to be like the most well known walk on? Even trumping Rudy and that nonsense that they well, made up at Notre Dame 50 years ago. Is he bigger but, than Joe Burrow? Well, I mean, Rudy didn't play, right? I mean, he played one. Uh, well, Joe wasn't a walk-on, but I was oh, thinking, thinking transfer, I mean, yeah. Joe was great, transfer. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, he yeah. he's one of the greatest one-offs like Cam Newton in the history of college. Cam and Joe Burrow for a one-off, one-year transfer, that's incredible. But what we forget is Joe played the year before. Yep. We they just had kind of a mad year, and couldn't really get it going, and then the Joe Brady Joe Burrow magic happened, and we saw what LSU could be could have been the last fifteen years, but have only done it once with all the talent that they have, especially at, at wide receiver. Um, you know, Stetson Bennett the fourth could be the, you know, I guess most accomplished. He has to be. Right. Yeah. Name now, another ba- Baker. Yeah. Baker Mayfield was a walk on. That's an incredible story. You know, you've got a few of them, but Blake, they're so few and far between, man. Especially at that position. I mean, I don't mean to be mean, but when somebody walks on and ends up being a wonderful free safety or offensive lineman, that's great. But people don't pay attention to that. No. Baker Mayfield and 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 uh, Stetson Bennett the fourth. People can follow that. I 100% agree, and I think, like you said, playing the quarterback position is obviously so far and ahead of any other position normally. When you have a walk-on at that position, I don't think you even have – I mean, Baker Mayfield was a walk-on at Tech, got cut, and then got to Oklahoma and turned it around and was on scholarship and also turned into a Heisman player. Like, Stetson Bennett didn't do any of that 
I don't think most people consider Baker Mayfield a walk-on. Like, I think if you ask the average fan, they wouldn't think or know that Baker Mayfield walked on. I right? Because of the journey that he had and how long yeah. it was. You know? No, that's true. I mean, he was like a fifth or sixth year player or something. I mean, it was it was insane. Um, kind of his journey through all the – I mean, he's, he's a great – even though he's kind of a tough to like. Um, well, I say that. Maybe his – look, man, I can't imagine the massive chip on his shoulder that he has. But um, he's kind of in no man's land right now, but I don't care. He, it's unbelievable that he's made all the money he's made and that, that he came out of – you know, he looks like uh, – I mean, he's, like, he's the guy that you go drink beers with at happy hour on a college campus today. And, you know, he's he's just a, a whatever. But um, – and yet he – I mean, does he look – he looks boxy to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know like, what you're saying. Yes, 100. percent I mean, he 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 doesn't he doesn't look like Dak or Tom Brady Mm-mm. or Mm-mm. you know these Matthew Stafford and and these guys. And yet he's already made a lot of money and he's still going to get another shot. Now if he if he goes to Seattle, we'll forget about him because even with Seattle having some success. They're just really not a part of the big Mm -mm. discussion in the NFL. I think he'll kind of – he could go out there, get buried. Pete Pete Carroll kind of ruin him even more, but he'll be pretty good type deal, and that thing will will play out for whatever that's worth. Anyway, that's enough. I was talking walk-ons and so (laughs) on. Um, I I agree with you. I think ranch dressing has to be the best walk-on in college football history. Oh, man, can you believe it? I mean, he just uh, – how wrong was I? This guy – I mean, I know he didn't have to – you know, he, he did make two big plays. But, uh, boy, the way they were constructed, that's that's the sport that you can do that. College football through elite recruiting, through top three classes, six years in a row, boom, we can catch lightning in a bottle and win with – Stetson been at the fourth. Absolutely unbelievable. I don't think they can do it this year, but uh, but they sure did it last year. The Blake's Georgia Bulldogs are the uh, reigning national champs. The, uh, the show is brought to you by RS Electric Company. Commercial and residential. RS Electric Company will do the best work for you. RS Electric Company. RS Electric MS. Straight ahead, SEC Insider Hit. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Sound and Communication, soundcomab.com, and their new video wall with the... uh, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers and their new video wall at Ingalls Shipyard in Pascagoula. Soundcomav.com. Audio, visual, sound, and communications. We were talking about the uh, Boston Globe article, bostonglobe.com, Ben Volan. Ben does a great job covering both the New England Patriots and the NFL. We've had him on the show several times. Boy, that article he dropped about Sean Payton and Tom Brady and how... You know, it almost happened a month or so ago, month and a half ago, where they ended up in Miami. Tom Brady as a as a minority owner and a quarterback, maybe for another year or two, and Sean Payton as a as the head coach. Obviously, ties there. Stephen Ross, Michigan alum, the minority owner with the Dolphins, also a friend of Tom Brady's and a Michigan alum. We bring in New Orleans Saints insider Mike Detillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike D joins us on the Corona premier guest line. Mike, what'd you make of that story on uh, Sean Payton and Tom Brady almost ending up in Miami? No, it it wasn't a surprise to me. Um, I think when you listen to Sean talk that he needed to kind of turn the page with the Saints and um, how all that would have all kind of edged out would have been interesting, but Drew Brees' final season uh, in New Orleans, Drew was contemplating on if he should return or not. And in that time frame, uh, Peyton had spoke a couple times to Brady about if Drew doesn't return to bring Brady to New Orleans. So that that's a connection there. Uh, in that particular deal. Uh, so the the story didn't surprise me, uh, to be honest with you. And I think it is, despite all the talk of, you know, and he did tell us last week that he would have an announcement on what he would do uh, in 2022 this week, uh, either with Fox or Amazon, uh, that he's going to return back to the sidelines. So, uh, it, it's not a shocking, you know, development anywhere across the board, and you know that there's a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes that general public doesn't know a lot about. And that was just one of them that sort of got out that it was obvious Brady wanted to leave Tampa, did not want to be with Bruce Arians, 
anymore. He got his way, and Bruce uh, got kicked up to the front office. And, you know, Tom's now kind of basically in charge of the offense and uh, almost kind of a quasi-general manager, to be honest with you, the, the way he has operated uh, the last few years in, in Tampa in helping recruit talent there. So for him to go to Miami uh, wasn't a big surprise, but, man, uh, with all these revelations now about Stephen Ross and how he handled things as the uh, owner and, you know, uh, accusations that he wanted to tank games and would have paid a coach to tank games, uh, that, uh, that that's not going to go over well all across the board in the NFL. So all that all got uh, pushed aside once uh, uh, things uh, got uh, not quite what uh, Mr. Ross would have wanted to be getting done in Miami. There was an NFL executive, Mike, that was quoted that said he still believed that this marriage could happen in 2023 with, Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Obviously, Brady will not be under contract if he doesn't get extended in the summer. That this could happen in 2023. Your thoughts? Brady to my to Miami would not surprise me because um, it's really an international city, and it would certainly give Giselle an opportunity much more so they say than in Tampa. Uh, to enhance, you know, uh, what she's been involved in in the modeling industry, not not just for herself but also for others, uh, open that up tremendously. And um, Brady becomes a, a mercenary, so to speak. Uh, okay, I'll go to Tampa and win there. I'll go to Miami and win there. Uh, with Sean, it would put him in a bigger spotlight. Uh, the, the Dolphins have done everything to give McDaniel an opportunity to win in Miami, but he better win, (laughs) (laughs) and it better be quick because I think Ross won't have a lot of patience. But that back part of the story is still there in how the NFL will handle this with Stephen Ross and how Ross and the NFL handle this with Brian Flores and his lawsuit. Because that is something the NFL has really frowned upon, that you put a bad light on this. And if you were actually asking a coach to throw a game, uh, now you are dealing with a situation with touching the money of the gambling industry, which has now got heavily involved. Uh, in the NFL, heavily involved, and uh, that that normally doesn't turn out well for the owner if you start messing with that. So um, I, I certainly think it's it would be a possibility. Uh, Brady to Miami would not surprise me one bit, and Sean, who I think is looking to get maybe to go somewhere else, uh, it would certainly put him in the spotlight in a city like Miami, which has not had 
that type of glare on it, you would have to go back to when Jimmy Johnson took that job in Miami. Right. When he, when he left, uh, when he was fired in Dallas and then took a little hiatus, and then he came back and, and was coaching in Miami. So uh, it certainly would make what I think we've talked about now for weeks even more prevalent in that look at the showcase of talent that has been shoved to the AFC. And in this case, if that would happen, it would be not only a top-tier coach that was once in the NFC into the AFC, but arguably the greatest of all time at quarterback going from the NFC to the AFC. Mike Dettelier on the Corona Premier Guest Line, NFL Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Wow, it, how bad was it for between Brady and Arians for for Tom to call it the way he did and fly over to England and talk to the Glazer family and get the thing done and basically say it's me or, or Bruce? Well, you'd have to know Bruce, and he can be the biggest pain in the Yachta Bay that you would ever want to be around. I think he's a really good guy. I, he coached here with the Saints. And I, I've known people that have coached with him and that he has coached. And and they all kind of have the same sort of tone about him, that he has got a bristly side to him, but that he's a really good guy at heart. He really is. And that, but that sometimes you you'd want to strangle him, and he has made some comments about Brady that is puzzling to me that he didn't have to do about you know this wasn't all about Brady, this was more about the team, and uh, come on, you know you you got to be careful in that, and, and but Bruce isn't careful about anything he does. I mean, <laughs> anything he says. And how he says it, I think after he says it, then he starts to think it over. So you'd, you'd have to know the personality of, of Bruce. Uh, and had this conversation his final year when he was the tight ends coach with the Saints. And Jim Moore got fired. And uh, Rick Venturi became the head coach interim head coach with the Saints. And we had a conversation with Bruce and, and talking to him. He was, you know, I, I just hope Mr. Benson uh, makes the right decision here when you understand that maybe it had come to its course with Jim, uh, but that he, he really respected more tremendously as a coach. But he felt maybe it had just come to to the end of the road like it does for every coach. And his deal was, I hope he goes out and get an offensive coach uh, because the game is swinging in that direction. And and he talked about little personnel moves that he would have, that he thought that the Saints needed to make back then. And uh, what had happened, it ended up being a decision Tom Vincent made that he selected Mike Ditko over Lou Holtz. Now, neither one, uh, we knew Ditka didn't make it, and Holtz wouldn't have made it either. No. Uh, so, you know, some of the things that Bruce said, he said in a manner, 
And it is just a conversation between the two of us. And, and I get it. And he was absolutely right about what was wrong with the organization. But, man, uh, he he's over the top sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and sometimes, you know, you some people can take that right a certain way. And some people can't. They, they're not good with criticism. And the one thing this shows is that if you get in the way of Tom Brady's success, you paying the price. No question. And I think Bruce. And Bruce has never Brady been a grinder like Sean or, or all these, uh, so many of these other guys, oh, right? He's not. Now, now listen, he's got a real fertile mind sure. about uh, offensive football. He really does. And, man, it's right off the cuff. And he's had some health issues. And uh, sometimes you wonder about if uh, playing golf uh, or sometimes even having a little cocktail isn't priority, you know, if it gets <laughs> late in the day for Bruce. But, man, he, he, he gets it at another level of being able to be a play caller. He's, he's very good at it. And uh, I've, I've had people that he's coached tell me how good he is, but that he has a tendency to, once a game plan is set, to try to go in late and try to tweak things a little bit. And that, I think, is a big part of why things didn't work with Brady. That, you know, Tom wanted to run things a certain way. And then Bruce decides, maybe what you and Leftwich came up with, I think it should be done this way. Now, when you're the head coach, you have that type power uh, to do it. Uh, but um, I can see why or how there was some bristly moments with him and Tom <laughs> and also just listening to some of the comments Bruce has made. And, again, we, we go back quite a number of years. I get, I get it. I get it while how that would maybe upset Brady and he feel and he feels no question about it that Bruce was a hindrance. Hmm. All right, let's switch gears. Mike Detillier, NFL insider, LSU insider on the Corona Premier guest line. Um uh, we heard I think in January that LSU had like thirty nine scholarship players. Um how how does that look right now, Mike? What what have you been told as far as how many scholarship players do they have on the team today, and how many are they expecting this summer once high school guys and maybe some transfer portal guys show up? They're they're not going to be full limit, but uh, Brian has made the comment that uh, he feels pretty good about the depth they've been able to build up uh, throughout that time frame. So I don't think numbers is going to be an issue. You may be a little bit shorter than what you've been the last few years, but uh, Ed had a lot of attrition also. So that, that, that always has come into play, but I think you can see, you're going to see that across college football, that you're going to have some numbers issues. Uh, I had the conversation with Jimbo Fisher uh, last May, and he, he made the comment that there'll be no team with a full limit, uh, that, that you're constantly 
that roster is going to have some uh, ebb and flow in it. And, you know, his biggest fear was, uh, as a college football coach, you lose people at a certain position and you could be short for a long period of time. And so I think he's, you know, what Brian's done, he's done a pretty good job. He's beefed up the offensive line, which didn't have the numbers. Uh, the quarterback situation, going out and get Jaden Daniels from Arizona State. Uh, the secondary was on a short sheeted also from attrition, leaving early for the NFL draft, and he went out and got five, uh, you know, transfers. So, I think overall, the numbers won't be the issue. How quickly it can come together, I think, is the big question mark. And more so on offense than on defense. Because defensively, they've got a lot of talent, especially up front, uh, that defensive line. Uh, If they have any depth issues, it may be a little bit more in the secondary than anything else. But they got a lot of talent up front along that defensive line. Offensive line is still work to be done. And actually, Will Campbell, a true freshman, midterm guy, is running with the first team at left tackle. At left tackle. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So that sort of tells you a couple things. One, that Campbell is what he's advertised to be. And he and he's he's one of the best high school offensive line prospects I've seen in quite some time in Louisiana. Uh it, it's not noted for having great offensive linemen. Uh from a number standpoint, he's really good. Also tells you that LSU's question marks on the edges. I think center guard will be okay. Uh the tackle position is the the areas that I had question marks about. Uh, they're short at tight end, no question about it. They don't have the numbers. But if you're talking about offensive line and tight end, isn't that the wheelhouse of Brian Kelly? No matter where he's been, that, those two areas have been where he's developed it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on the offensive side, the football uh, for LSU. Because defensively, uh, Bo, uh, he didn't get a bear cupboard. <laughs> he got some talent uh, he walked into there. I, I don't know that he would actually kind of come out and say it, but I think he he realizes it. Wow, they got some talent here. And a couple of budding young stars uh, along that defensive line, one in particular, Mason Smith, uh, who was a true freshman last year, was a freshman All-American, and uh, man, he's he's been a monster player for him. So, so who who do you who's going to be the quarterback? You mentioned uh, so Miles Brennan decided to come back, and Kelly landed the Arizona State transfer who you just referenced. And then there's another guy there. I think who who do you expect to be the starting quarterback Labor Day weekend? I never believed all this talk. Uh, some people were spouting off that Max Johnson. Uh, was the overwhelming favorite over Miles Brennan last summer on different outlets. Uh, I do know who I talked to, and that's not what he told me. I'll put it to you that way, that I really believe had Miles stayed healthy, he would have been the starter over Max Johnson. 
so somebody was out there <laughs> kind of uh, decking the cards a little bit uh, with Max Johnson. I think this is a real big-time battle between Miles Brennan and Jaden Daniels. And so far, uh, Miles has got a slight advantage. But I think in the end, it may well be Jaden because of his running skills. LSU has not had a running quarterback as good as Daniels. You look last year, Daniels rushed for over 700 yards. Uh, Tell me the last LSU quarterback to run for 700 yards. You couldn't because it never happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, with a rebuilt offensive line, and I really think that this is a big-time battle. Now, Garrett Nussmeyer is still there. He's a little different than the other two guys. Um, he doesn't quite like how I say this, but he is a gunslinger. I mean, that ball's coming out sort of funky in a lot of different ways. It's not clean over the top and sideways, three quarters, you name it. Uh, but, man, he he thinks he can put a ball anywhere out on the field. And he's a tough guy, a real good leader, and a guy that can make some plays with his feet too. But he's six foot tall. Uh, he, he's not a real tall quarterback, and which was unusual uh, for LSU because normally they've, they've had the big, tall, linear quarterback. And then there's the true freshman in, in Howard. Uh, who I think is going to be the guy one day. I I don't know about 2022, but 2023, he's going to be the guy. And he he comes out sort of at the same time frame along with Arch Manning, and it's unusual for Louisiana to have those type prospects at quarterback over the last few years. Now, I think you're going to see that more and more but, man, to have those two guys come out sort of in a back-to-back situation is really good. And, well, this one's good for LSU. Well, I mean, Arch Manning ain't going to LSU. I mean, <laughs> that one you can bank on. All right, I, got, uh, I want to know, 30 seconds, Do you, are you ready to call wh- where you think he goes? Bama, Georgia, maybe somewhere else? Are you, would... I, my, my feeling is that if there was a favorite today, it would uh, be the lean toward Alabama. Uh, one thing, man, you get into a battle, saving in Alabama, uh, not a lot of teams win that. <laughs> no. I'm going to be honest. No. You know, Nick, Nick is as good a closer as I've seen in the game today. Now, Georgia's been there almost from day one. Clemson and Georgia were almost day one along with Texas. But I, but I think Nick has really muscled in there, and it, it is a major battle between Alabama and, and Georgia uh, for Arch. We'll leave it there. Mike Natillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joined us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Thanks, Mike D. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, Mike Natillier. That was great. Um, and we're still a couple weeks away from the – NFL draft, and you know we know we're going to have two guys picked in the. We feel very, very confident that we'll have two guys picked in the NFL draft in Charles Cross and um, Matt Corral. Uh, Blake and I will be heading there two weeks from Thursday. 
looking forward to that. I haven't been to an NFL draft, and I haven't been to Las Vegas uh, Raiders Stadium. So, is it Allegiant? Yeah. Because I called it the wrong name last week. I think I called it Reliant, and that's Houston. They sound that's similar to me. show is brought to you by Sound and Communication, soundcomab.com. And the new video wall they just designed and installed at Ingalls Shipyard in Pascagoula. Sound. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.